Welcome to the Grant Writing Simplified Podcast. This is the place to learn how to make a big impact in your community through grant writing and nonprofit consulting. The world needs you to step forward as a grant writer and use your skills to lead with confidence. I'm Teresa Huff, former special ed teacher turned grant writer and nonprofit strategist. In my 20 years of freelancing, I've helped nonprofits triple their funding and exponentially increase their reach. Now I'm stepping up to mentor freelancers and nonprofit leaders like you who are ready to take your skills to the next level. It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. Hey friends, happy new year. I hope your year is kicking off well, and I just wanted to pop in and kind of talk about this for a quick new year's episode. This time of year, we talk a lot about goal setting and you hear a lot about, oh, make sure you set your resolutions or your goals. And I want to challenge you a little bit today. Last week, we talked about some challenge questions to wrap up the year in episode 73. And so today I want to challenge you with an exercise to do before you set your goals for the next year or quarter or month or however you plan your goals. Now you might be a resolution person or a goal person or a word of the year or maybe none of the above. (laughs) And that's all right. Each person is a little bit different. For me, I choose a word of the year. And then a little bit later into January, after everybody's back in school, I kind of catch my breath from the holidays. Then I sit down and really think through strategically, what do I want the year to look like? What are my big priorities? Then I can bring it in a little more. And what are my big goals? Then I can bring it in a little more and set some quarterly or monthly specific targets that I want to try and work on. That's a little bit of how I do it, but partly because that's just (laughs) the nature of how my life is right now. Sometimes people are home over break, which I love. It just changes my routine a little bit, so I adjust accordingly. And that's what works for me. I don't get so stressed out then because, oh no, it's the new year and I haven't set my goals. That's okay. There's no rule that says it has to be done by January 1st. I just work with that and it's good. Some of my clients that I've worked with have gone to more of a trimester type of planning instead of quarterly because, well, and I kind of did this for a while because that's just how my life flows a little more. I kind of have a busier, different schedule in the summer when people are at home from school and we just have different things going on. And then the fall is kind of the fall semester is a different routine, and then a little break over Christmas time and the holidays, and then the winter towards spring is sort of the third piece of that. So for some people, that works better. For some, it works better in monthly chunks because of just how your life is and sometimes the unknowns. Other people like to do a big five or 10 year plan. So you do what works for you, but I just want to challenge you to think through is what you're doing or what you've been doing working for you? And if not, do you need to adjust something? And that's okay. It's not set in concrete and don't be afraid to experiment with that. But today I want to challenge you to do something before you set your goals, before you just jump into saying, these are the things I have to get done. First, I want you to 
think back to your deeper why. Back in the Fast Focus Power Series in episode 43, I really challenge you to do this, to dig deep and think about your why. And don't stop at your first answer. Keep asking, but why, until you get to the deeper answer. And you'll know when you hit it. Go back to episode 43 so you can catch that full explanation. But before you set your goals, you really need to know your why and your vision of where you want to go. Then you can step back and start working on the goals. Because if you do it the other way around, you're going to set goals that you may or may not be motivated to do and you may or may not want to accomplish. You might be kind of pushing the big boulder uphill instead of working on things that really inspire you and that you are designed to do. First, I want you to think about the person that you were a year ago and think through what was that person like? What were they working on? What were they afraid of? What were they considering? What were they challenging themselves to do? What place were you in one year ago. And I want you to compare that to today and look at how far you've come since then. Maybe even sit down and brainstorm and journal this for a while just to kind of think through. Give yourself some time and space to really sit down and do this. Maybe just away from any devices, even go sit at a coffee shop for a little bit and just have some quiet reflection here. But first, think through the person that you were then and now. And then the second part of this is think about the person you'll be a year from now. And I know you don't know this for sure, but think about if you continue growing, where will you be and what kind of person will you be? And what would that person advise you to do right now? What would they tell you to do and say, hey, go for it? Quit beating around the bush, quit being scared, just do this thing. And what would they tell you to stop doing? To say, hey, your life is going to be so much better if you would just cut that out or let go of that, make the decision, quit waffling, and just go for it. So think about that person and their perspective and what they would advise you to do right now. And as you are right now, what do you need to do or adjust to grow into that person? And what would they tell you to do this year and to really focus in on and take action on? Write those things down, use that as a framework and a basis for setting your goals, and then get out and take the action. That's the big thing. And if you don't know for sure, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what kind of person I'll be. Those are just excuses. You get out and you start taking action because action brings clarity. So if this, for example, is starting your freelance grant writing career, you may not know where to even start. That's the most common question I hear. Where do I start? You start with what you know. You start by taking steps because action brings clarity. That might mean starting by (laughs) listening to a podcast about grant writing. Hey, you're in the right place. That might mean reaching out to a couple of nonprofits to learn more about their mission. That might mean taking a course or a group program, which I happen to have, by the way. Figure out what that means for you because those action steps, even the little ones, are going to have a compounding effect and they're going to bring more and more clarity as you go. 
But if you just sit there wondering and saying, well, I don't really know, so I guess I'll just wait. I'm confused. It's all kind of muddy. You're not going to get anywhere. That's not action. And going down research rabbit holes is not action. Yeah, some research is good. But I say this because a lot of us in grant writing are really good researchers, and that's what makes us good grant writers. But we have to put some parameters around that so we don't get lost in it. It can become a never-ending research rabbit hole that we can't come out of, and then we end up not making any forward progress. So we may need to put some boundaries and definition around that. Now, when I say that you need to take action, sometimes that does mean get out, do some stuff, have the conversations, take the courses, take the action. Other times that might mean you need to observe and wait. Maybe you've been doing so many things that it's all getting muddled in your head. So you might need to slow down and catch your breath and take some time to really reflect, kind of like we're talking about today. The bottom line here is that setting these goals doesn't do you a lot of good if you haven't figured out your bigger picture and your deeper why. And just like I teach in the Fast Track to Grant Writer, you need to figure out why you're doing this in the first place. What's your purpose for it? And then you can set your goals according to that. And they'll be much more meaningful and much more effective. Because if it's not, you're not going to be motivated towards your goals and you'll set yourselves up for failure. And I don't want that for you. (laughs) Not at all. And I don't think you do either. I was talking to a Fast Track to Grant Writer alumni this week, and we talked about how sometimes our energy and drive can really fluctuate. And that's normal to some degree. We all have those days or those hours where we're just, ugh, we need a nap. (laughs) And that's what it comes down to. But other times when we're in a season of that, where we have that lack of energy and a lack of focus, that may be due to our lack of clarity and our lack of deliberate focus and choosing to really narrow down on our specific priorities. If we had had those things to begin with, we might not have drifted away so far from our purpose and vision. So it really comes back to getting clear on that vision and that why. And as you're thinking through your goals for the new year, grant writing obviously involves lots of goals and objectives and writing really clear, specific compelling goals and objectives as you design the grant proposal. And that's why I emphasize this skill in a lot of practical ways in the Fast Track to Grant Writer, because I want it to become more natural for you to write those. And I want that to become something that you understand the mechanics of how to write really good goals and objectives. So then that skill can translate to whatever you're doing, whether it's for yourself personally or your professional goals if it's in your work in general, or if it's in a grant application, that's a skill that's transferable. And that happens to be a skill that I learned really thoroughly when I was a special ed teacher and in training for that, because also in our documentation and our paperwork, we had to write lots of goals and objectives for our students. And so then when I transitioned into grant writing, that was kind of a surprise for me in a good way that, oh, hey, I know how to do this. And so that's a skill that you may not realize transfers to a lot of industries and a lot of project applications. Another thing I hear is that grant writers often worry about, what if I don't win the grant? I'm new. What if I don't get them? How will I handle that? How do I tell the client? Well, first of all, you're not going to win all the grants 
That's just the nature of this competitive system. Go back to episode 14, where I talk about how grant writer success rates is not the best metric to be using and what I recommend instead. But the thing to remember is that when you're working with clients to write a grant, you're helping them build an asset. You're building something valuable for them, whether or not the grant wins the funding. And on the other hand, you're also building your own skills. You're working those muscles to get better and better. And this is what I teach you to do in the Fast Track to Grant Writer. It's what we go through in the program of how you can build that asset, but minimize the risks to yourself and to the client so that you can start building a track record, building that trust with the client, and building your own skills and confidence as you go. It's not such a huge leap. It's smaller steps to really build a solid foundation. This is all a part of the process, digging into your why, your goals, building up your grant writing skills. It's all part of the process. So don't resist the journey. Instead, lean into it and use it to get better and better. So just a quick recap of these things. First, go back to your deeper why before you set any kind of goals or resolutions or whatever it is you do for your year planning. Second, look at who you were a year ago and how far you've come since then. And then third, think about what your future self would advise you to do right now, whether it's things you just need to go for and act on or things you need to let go of and move on from. But what would they advise you to do now so that you can become that person? All right, friends, I have given you some food for thought today. Just a quick New Year's kicking off here before we get into some really good grant writing topics. I've been working on some planning for the year. But if you are kind of wrestling with this of thinking that, well, maybe it is time for me to jump into grant writing, then go take my quiz, teresahuff.com slash quiz. It's called Do I Have What It Takes to Be a Grant Writer? And just go through that. It'll take you step by step through some questions. It's really short, but it'll recommend some next steps for you. All right, friends, have a great week. Let me know what your goal process is shaping up to look like for the year. I'd love to hear from you. All right, have a great week and go change your world. Oh, 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 oh